The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the station, its staff, management, or ownership. All right, well, good Sunday morning, and thank you for tuning in. My name is Chuck Benford, and you're listening to Clearview Hudson Valley on iHeartMedia radio stations here in the Hudson Valley. And this morning, I am just so happy to have with me a guest that I really enjoy, Mary Kay Verba. I enjoy having you in and talking about everything that's going on in the Hudson Valley and specifically your role and what you bring to Dutchess County. So good morning. Well, good morning. It's great to be with you, Chuck. Thanks so much. And what a huge weekend we're in the middle of, right? Yeah, there's so much going on. We had the uh, Think Dutchess uh, differently run yesterday and the Health and Wellness Expo. And here we are. People are lining up to uh, run in the marathon. So yeah, very exciting time. And, you know, just Let's let's start with the with the walkway marathon. I I remember as a member of that walkway committee so many years ago, having a dream of one day connecting twenty six miles of rail trail um, with the walkway completion. And this is when it was just a you know a crumbling old railroad bridge, and we didn't really have a lot of rail trail. You know, Bill Steinhouse was working on that stuff. And uh, this is like the dream come true for those of us who were there in the beginning. It absolutely is. I can remember being out there as well with Fred Schaefer and kind of stepping in between the boards and being sure that you didn't go through uh, and meet the Hudson River. And and it's so nice now because we have people from all over the world that come to visit the walkway in our area. And, you know, you could you could speak a little bit to this. I know that the numbers, it's it's always difficult to track the numbers of people that go to our parks, especially a park, the walking park at Walkway over the Hudson. Um, but, you know, people oftentimes, Jim Langan from Mid-Hudson News often calls into question how accurate those numbers are because they really are best guessed estimates based on counts at certain times of the day and stuff like that. What has the real impact been to Dutchess County tourism of the walkway over the Hudson? Well, you know, again, it brings people in from all over the area, and and it is difficult. But we, you know, looking at the overall economic impact of the county, um, you know, we we estimate that approximately 4.2 million visitors come, and in 2014 they spent over 508 million dollars, um, and that's on a countywide basis. And you know, we look at this because we look at the sales tax revenue and the bed tax revenue, and we look at. Um, numbers of people coming to other attractions and and the walkway is one of those so you, you take a look at that and you take a percentage of of those that come from out of state or out of the country um and figure out best practice when and we work with new york state with tourism economics and what their um formats are for that and and we think we have a pretty good handle on it right so when you when you look at dutchess county and you're obviously not a native of Dutchess County. I'm not a native of Dutchess County, although I'm a native of the Hudson Valley. Um, when you look at all that Dutchess County has to offer, you know, not a couple of weeks ago we were over at FDR's estate celebrating, you know, the culmination of WKIP's 75th anniversary year, and it's the beginning of FDR's 75th year celebration for his library. Right. And I didn't realize that this was the first presidential library that FDR was the guy that decided that. The presidential papers and all should be public. Um, and they should be kept because yeah. many of the presidents before that burned them. They right. threw them out. They gave them somewhere else. So there was no real public collection or historic trail of yeah. what had happened. And, and you know, on June 30th, 75 years ago, uh, FDR opened up that library and uh, originally had thought about it and kind of sketched it out on a napkin, right. uh, but it became a reality. And since then, of course, it's it's set a precedence for all our presidents. Yeah, no, it was amazing. I was I was 
learning that uh, they found Grant's papers in a warehouse somewhere, and over half of the stuff was eaten by rats. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, then, so there's this a guy great. that really had a glimpse in what Abraham Lincoln was talking about. You know, it, it really was fascinating. And we time. lost all that. Yeah. So, you know, I think it was great foresight, um, as Franklin Roosevelt on many issues had. Um, but this really also draws, I mean, you know, last year the FDR Museum and Library had almost 200,000 visitors, and, and a lot of that was because of the Ken Burns series on right. the Roosevelt. So, mm-hmm. so you know, film works in right. uh, bringing people along, but, uh, you know, this in the area we've got so many things going on and we've got so many great attractions um, that have come into being that not only, you know, brings visitors here, but it's great for the quality of life for the residents that are here. Right. And that's and that's part of what I was going to speak about a little bit is that with the walkway, with Vanderbilt's estate, with Roosevelt's estate, with even Locust Grove, um, it, there's there's so much opportunity for families to go out and spend a day together in an environment where it could it's educationally inspiring, it's naturally inspiring, and it's just it's just a time to kind of break away. And it's healthy. Oh yeah, you know. So you you get out, you move a little bit, you know, and and with our great farms and our farm markets and and all that's happening with people growing vegetables and our fruits and things. But you, you go out and you walk. You can walk a lot of the farms. You, you know, crown maple with maple syrup. You can go out there and and walk the trails and things. So there's there's so much to do here that you know you you can get out and get away and feel like you've been gone for the day and and this is the role that you play as the head of Duchess tourism right that's this correct is, your yeah. job is to get out there and make people aware of what we have right and so it it's interesting uh, you know from time to time you know I do a bit of traveling and I'll be in New York City in particular or in Atlantic City or some other places and I'll see things pop up about the Hudson Valley and about Dutchess County in particular and I'll be like well that's that's Mayor Kay's at work, right? <laughs> well, you know, it's our job to bring people in. And, right. and when they come in and they stay overnight, that's when we all make money. Right. Um, you know, that's when we, we're we collecting our bed tax and our sales tax, but they're out spending money in restaurants and stuff. And But what that does, too, is, you know, we employ over 9,500 people in the tourism industry in Dutchess County. Oh, I didn't realize So, that. so that's folks that are here, that are living here working here and then they're spending their money in grocery stores and buying insurance and buying houses and buying garden equipment so you know everybody has is affected by tourism and the other thing is too is that if we wouldn't have tourism and the money that it generates here the property taxes would go up about another $592 to keep that same level of revenue and services in the county right. so the visitors really are contributing to our local economy in every aspect. So everybody really is part of tourism. Right. And that's, and you know, for those who, you know, regularly say, why does Florida have such lower taxes than we have in New York? It's a little thing called Disney World, right? That, that's <laughs> that, that the, the amount of money that they make on tourism just with Disney World dwarfs what we're, we're doing in New York State. And that's why they can take advantage of that stuff. But that's they, right, because for just about every dollar that's spent, you're getting an $8 return. Now, right. I'm not in the financial market, but if I invested a dollar and got eight back, I think that would be a pretty good deal. Do it all day long, right? You know, and, and that's the same in Dutchess County. You know, we spent maybe about a million dollars total um, in promotion and staff and that kind of thing, but we're getting a $508 million spend, right. and, we're get, and we're generating $27 million in sales tax. So again, one to twenty-seven in that respect, 
I don't think's too bad. Oh, it, it, it absolutely isn't too bad. It's actually awesome. <laughs> and, and, and how fortunate is it that we have, we have so much opportunity here for people to come back to. And one of the things that we'll talk about this morning that you have coming up is the, uh, the Dragon Boat Festival. Yes, you know, at the end of uh, July, uh, this is not only uh, an opportunity for spectator, spectator sport, but for people to be involved. You know, there's 16 members in a team and a drummer. Um, you know, you can go out and get a team together. It's a community event. It's fun. We work with Arts Med Hudson. There's a festival all day long from 9 to 3. There's music. There's food trucks. There's racing. Um, you know, so you can sign up as a team or you can sign up as an individual. You can go to the website, go to our website and at duchesstourism.com and, and click through to the Dragon Boat Festival website. You can look for it on Facebook. And it's just a fun event. You don't need anything. You don't need any equipment. We provide everything. Um, during the week before the Dragon Boat Festival, you get an hour's practice. And uh, so you can come down and, you know, if the weather's with us, it's, it's a great day on the Hudson River. And it's and it's great to watch from the shores. It is, yeah, it is because you've got the drummers drumming and you've got people racing and you know there's a, depending on the number of teams to the number of heats that happen and things. But you know, we get the equipment down. We have a, a early in the morning. We start with the awakening of the dragon, you know, what they call it, and they you paint the eyes on the dragon to awaken it, and the festival starts. And it's just one of the many great things that there is happening in the county. And when is that again? That's it's it's July 23rd, um, and it's down at the uh, Hudson uh, River Boat uh, Launch uh, between Marist College and, and the Hudson River Rowing Club. And again, we'll have an, a number of uh, vendors that are there, and uh, you can come down, spend the day, spend an hour. You know, uh, we're working, we're, we're so happy with uh, our partnership with Marist and Vassar College and the rowing club there that uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah, no, those guys are, those guys are great partners. And, and literally... If you drive, if you drive across the bridge or walk across the the uh, walkway, on any weekend, you there's stuff going on in the river. Yes, uh, I always see you know some sort of a boating thing going on or some sort of a swimming thing going on. Uh, a couple weekends ago, I was watching uh, the river part of what was uh, I think a uh, Ironman, little Ironman kind of a competition. Yeah, the swim between the bridges. Right. And yeah. I it was it's just fun and exciting to be able to be part of watching all that stuff go on and it, you know and we've got that happening and then on uh, before that on june 26th we've got the hudson valley bike ride you mm-hmm. know so you can come out and ride 10 miles or 100 miles little festival down in warriors park uh, you know bike new york comes up and and runs that festival and they're the ones that do the five borough bike so about 2500 cyclists come up for the day and right. some stay overnight for those that are doing the 100 mile ride yeah, and you know, let's talk about Warriors Park for a second. And actually, the job that the city of Poughkeepsie has been doing in cleaning up those parks and making sure that people are safe and comfortable down by the waterfront. How's your relationship with Ben with uh, Mayor Rollison? Well, we're very happy that uh, Mayor Rollison's there, and he's really opened up the doors uh, to tourism and the activities that we're having in the city. And, you know, so many people, I can remember going back to 2009 when we were celebrating uh, Henry Hudson's uh, sail up the Hudson River and we had the Half Moon and we had some other activities going on. People right in the town of Poughkeepsie had never been down to Warriors Park. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think 
cleaning that up and, you know, the work that's happening with the eventual connector between Warriors Park and Kale Rock Park and, and what's going on down at Shadows. We're going to have the longest stretch of waterfront walkway um, that is anywhere along the river, and I, and that's just going to be great. And and Mayor Rollison uh, is doing a great job. His crew, you know, that I think really you have to give the city of Poughkeepsie's public work guys a shout out, and the parks guys on what they've been doing down there. Because um, if you haven't been down to Kale Rock Park lately, you ought to go down. It's a great place to have lunch. They've cleaned it all up. There's there's park benches there. Yeah. So lots of great things happening. Yeah, he's he's doing an outstanding job, and. Cleaning up Cal Park, that wasn't any small task. I mean, that was uh, an abandoned park for a long time. It, it was pretty overgrown yeah. um, and pretty – you didn't know I, – I actually, when I went down there, didn't know all the park benches and things were already there because uh, right. they had been all covered up and the picnic tables that are there. So it's a great place to, to go down and have lunch. And, and I think you can even walk from there down to Shadows now. They've yeah. cleaned the path up and stuff. So yeah, you sure can get close anyway if you can't get all the way there. Right. So it, it really makes access to the wonderful uh, Hudson River really great. So, you know, again, and, and along a couple of the other areas, you can get out and rent kayaks and, and go out on the river, and um, and there's some boat sail trips and stuff, so a lot, lot going on. Yeah, and, you know, living in, uh, I live in Milton, and, and I live up on a, I live up on a hill up there, so um, I get to see a lot of airplane traffic, I you know, a lot of air traffic that goes in and out of Dutchess County Airport, it's right across from my house, and uh you know, more commercial flight and military stuff I'd see down at Stewart. But I have noticed now more and more um, biplanes and uh, some unique aircraft flying around. And I th- and I think that's because the Rhinebeck Aerodrome is getting up and running again, right? Uh, yeah, they just celebrated their gala. Mm-hmm. Um, they just uh, reconstructed the Spirit of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kicked that off and it went up for a, a, f- a flight. And they're doing wonderful air shows. They've got a new visitor center and a... And a uh, uh, gift shop there and you know the, the folks up there really are doing a great job they um you can go up and get biplane rides if you want to do that and go out over the river and have an experience of, of being up in one of the biplanes they've got great interpretive staff there and you know i think many people just think about the old rhinebeck aerodrome and they only think of the air shows right but you know across the street they've got three hangars that are full of antique motorcycles, cars, airplanes, um, and just to go up there and see the collection that they have is, you know, what you see down on the field in the air show is such a small amount of mm-hmm. what they have available to the public. And it's a great point that you make because uh, the aerodrome actually brings you back to a point in time versus just brings you to an airport. You that's know? correct. And that and that's a point that I think a lot of people miss, But and I forget about it all the time, but they do have a great collection of that stuff. You know, World War One, World mm-hmm. War II, um, many of the planes could still fly, um, yeah. but they do have a lot of replicas, uh, a lot of machinery up there, and, and the people that are up there are so dedicated because they, they really are into – the planes and what what's happened and the history and the story and right. uh, they're very interactive uh, and engaging um, and it's it's so much fun and particularly on the weekends when you go up for the air show. Yeah, it's it's fun for me because uh, you know from my perspective, out of Duchess, you know, you see a lot of private jets and um, and then people training, you know, through Richmond Aviation or something, a lot of single engine private aircraft. And then out of Stewart, naturally, the big jetliners, but then also a lot of military stuff. And then occasionally, 
you know, the the biplanes coming over, and it's like it's like the history of flight in my backyard, <laughs> <laughs> and and all the purpose of flight because those are the planes. If it weren't for the biplanes, uh, we probably would not have been successful in World War One. I. I mean, we ha- had the greatest technology, and the aerodrome, you know, puts that on display for us every weekend. And uh, for me, and you know, I learned this from my wife, who who for many years was a fourth grade teacher. Um, in fourth grade, uh, they always taught New York State history. Now with the Common Core, they're less, they care less about history. Maybe one day they'll get that back. Um, but when they talk about New York State history, um, she would always make the class go out to places on their own with their family and then come back and make a report. So we ended up, you know, spending weekends in Rochester or, you know, going, you know, all over the place <laughs> To visit, you know, all these historic relevant places. And I remember specifically going to the aerodrome and thinking, boy, this, all of this was critical in the success of our war efforts in the early wars. Well, and it's, and it's so great about it, too, because, you know, history happened here. Mm-hmm. And um, coming up, you know, in, in the next month is the Path Through History celebration. And it really is a, a focus on what we have here in New York. And there's so much that is still living. I mean, you can you can really go and see what happened and get a great sense of the framing of where we are now, the foundation for where we've been, where we're going, and, and I think it's so important to know that because right. you can't continue if you don't know where you're coming from and you don't know who you're going to be if you if you don't have that foundation. So I think it's really important, and we have such a wealth of that knowledge here. And, you know, we really have organizations sometimes, you know, with uh, budgets maybe not being what they are. Uh, some of the classes maybe can't get there, but there are, you know, through the Community Foundation and some other folks, some dollars available to help with that. So there's really no reason that our youth and, and the people in this area don't know the history of this country and, and what happened. Right. And, you know, the saying is, you know, history is going to repeat itself unless you stop it. Right. So <laughs> we have to learn from it. And, we, uh, we do. And it's, we do. Uh, it's, it's great here. And uh, talking just one more second about the walkway, the historical relevance of the walkway and getting mun- munitions from one coast to the other coast. It, you could not have done that. Right. Without the walkway, which was then the, the longest railroad bridge of its kind. So it, it really is cool for everyone to be part of it. Um, another another thing that I've, I've noticed you guys promoting, and we're talking a lot about it, we're going to be involved in it, is this Fireball Run. What Bring me back up to speed on what's going on with this. Sure. Fireball Run is a adventurality TV show um, that's streamed, and it's a 40-team, eight-day, eight-city rally. Um, and it's kind of a cross between History Channel, uh, Trivia Pursuit, uh, Adventure Travel, um, and these teams will be participating. They'll be starting out down in Maryland. They'll be coming through the area, and each team each morning is given a mission envelope, and in that, when they open it up, they have to read through the clues, figure out the trivia, what they have to do, um, and then they go and perform the activity. Uh, this is going to be coming through. We're going to invite everybody to come down to Beacon on uh, September uh, uh 28th, I think it is, uh, or the 29th. It's the Wednesday and Thursday of that week. Um, the cars are going to be rolling into Beacon around 4 or 5 o'clock. 
Um, they're going to be around for a while. You're going to be able to talk to the teams. This is the 10th anniversary of Fireball Run. And then they'll be leaving the next morning out of Poughkeepsie. So it's the same kind of thing. We want everybody to come down because this then gets converted to an eight-series television show. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, there will be some celebrities uh, that will be racing with the teams. Uh, but the other important piece here is that Fireball Run also um, is – partnership with missing children and over the last 10 years they've helped to recover 47 missing children and so you know people are in this really for kind of bragging rights and to help others and locally um, they pick a charity that they help out as well and uh, in Dutchess County the Children's Home of Poughkeepsie will benefit from this but also we have a second organization Spark Media Um, their students are going to be able to shadow the film crew Right. Um, okay, so they'll learn about that. But, you know, it's kind of really exciting. Different teams racing around. Uh, a little bit of amazing race in there as well. Right. Uh, with the teams competing and doing kind of the unusual that other people don't normally do. And right. so we have about six uh, or seven sites in Dutchess County that will be visited. And um, different They'll either be able to handle uh, historical artifacts or do different things and different activities. So right, well, that sounds exciting. And then we just want to be there, you know, to see what's going on right now. Well, you're going to be there, you know, with your help uh, with your radio personalities on right. stage to welcome our our drivers and our teams on yep. the red carpet that night, and there'll be some music and some fun. So uh, we really want everybody in Dutchess to come out because we want to make a good showing on this because a lot of the teams that are racing are corporate uh, owners or um, investors and so we want to show them what Dutchess County has and maybe they'll come back and and help us out on the economic side as well bring some jobs back bring some jobs back some new businesses but you know how much fun you know in your job, I mean, it seems to me like you're our greatest ambassador. So thank you for all that you do for us around the world. And and you literally now, I understand, go around the world and travel to foreign countries to promote people coming to the United States. How 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 is it? How's that working? Well, it's working really well. You know, I Love New York has three offices uh, uh, around the country uh, and around the world. They have an office in the U.K., um, actually four, U.K., Germany, Australia, and China. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, these are some of the top countries, particularly from the U.K. Um, We get a lot of visitors that come into uh, Dutchess County and Germany. Oftentimes, we're compared to the Rhine. Um, So people are coming into New York looking for other things to do, and, and we're so close and we've got so much to offer. Um, you know, the Australian market, uh, those folks travel for a month at a time. Right. Uh, so they come, they stay, they love history, uh, which we have. Uh, they love our small towns and villages, and they also like a great cup of coffee. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're out working with, uh, in partnership with New York State. Uh, so that once people come to the city, that we can, again, educate them to what the rest of the New York State has. Because the, the, we love the city, but it's such a small portion. And whether you're, you know, interested in the arts or history or food or um, the outdoors, within an hour and a half with the train, you're here yeah. and, we, and we've got it. So, And there's there's always something going on. I mean, we're, we're about to run into the season of the summer concert series, right? When does that start to kick well, off? Well, you know, all the... Uh, 
towns and villages throughout uh, Dutchess County have summer concerts. And, you know, whether you're in the town of Hyde Park, most of those are on Wednesday evenings. Uh, they'll all be starting now during the month of June. Uh, the Pauline Free Music Festival has Saturday evening concerts. They start in July. Uh, the town of Poughkeepsie starts in June. Millbrook, Fishkill, Arlington, town of Wappingers. They all offer free summer concerts. There's free summer concerts up at Vanderbilt Mansion. Uh, so, again, you can go on to duchesstourism.com, click on our calendar of events. All these types of uh, concerts and things are listed so yeah. you can find out about it. Um, you know, even this weekend as well, you know, later on today, if you're down at the Beacon, go to the Strawberry Festival. So there's just tons and tons of activities going on every day. Right. There's really there's really no excuse not to get your family out and about. And, you know, we had talked about this and we had um, County Executive Mark Molinaro in and he joined us in making May the official month of the family, which, uh, you know, I, I feel very strongly about no matter what your family looks like, you should spend more time together as a family and um, enjoy each other's company as a family. And these kinds of events are ideal for just spending time with your family. That's you know, right. Turn off your smartphones and walk around and and enjoy, you know, all kinds of music, all kinds of, you know, scenery, all all kinds of activities. I mean, you really can do anything you want around here. Yeah, you can rock climb, you can hike, you can, you know, paddle on the river, take a picnic lunch out, take a picnic dinner, watch the sunset over the river, you know, with, like you said, with all the music and everything and some of the great gardens we have. You know, if you haven't been out to Innisfree Garden, real gem in right. the county, you know, and be able to walk around the lake there and the Harlem Valley Rail Trail and over on the other side of the county and some of the great things that are happening at the Wasaic Art Project. Yeah. Um, you know, there there's a, a wonderful development where three young people out of out of Brooklyn have come up and taken this grain elevator and turned it into an art gallery and right. they have community events and they have a festival with 20 bands and dancing and arts performances. So just... Any part of the county, and in fact, if you're in Beacon, take a drive up to Wasaic. If you're right. in Dover, take a ride over to Rhinebeck, you know, right. move across the county and see what there is to do. Yeah, and I will tell you, if, if you haven't been in Beacon in a while, you really need to get down there. The, the town is revitalized. It really is just a beautiful little city now. They really have done a great job down there. Great job. There's lots of great art galleries, some great restaurants there, you know, all the way down to with Dia Beacon, and you can go rent kayaks and kayak, you know. And in, and, in, and the thing is, if you're in Poughkeepsie, hop on Metro North and right. ride the train down. Take the beautiful train ride along the river. Get off at Beacon, spend the day. Right. Um, and second Saturday's just explosive. They had a great open uh, studio uh, event, and in fact, Poughkeepsie's got an open studio event coming up. So, lots of activities in our villages. Yeah, and and I can't encourage you guys enough those those listening to to get out there and you know be part of this. And I guess we can wrap up with one more with one more thing that's going to be going on over the summer. Uh, we had Jody Millman in um, from the Millman Harris uh, Foundation. Milman Harris Rosario Foundation, and um, they have, in conjunction with uh, the walkway over the Hudson, are doing these movie nights under the walkway, and that starts at the end of June, right? So. That's, that's correct, yeah. Uh, they've got, uh, from June 24th to August 20th is movie night under the walkway, so uh, June 24th, July 9th, 
23rd, August 6th to the 20th from 6 to 1030. Uh, they're, they're free. They're open to the public. There are going to be featured films. There will be some live entertainment on a pre-show, some local vendors on hand for food and beverages. So, you know, bring your blankets, bring your chairs. And, yeah. and and go under the walkway. And uh, we're doing a we're doing an ultimate comic book trade show and expo at the Civic Center the weekend of July twenty third and twenty fourth. And July twenty third, they're showing the Star Wars movie. So that, <laughs> that fits that's in a, great. That's a perfect tie-in. Yeah. So people are going to be coming to our event dressed up in uh, their cosplay, and we have uh, the five hundred first Legion that comes out, and they're all the stormtroopers and Darth Vaders and all these guys. And uh, so it just it's just going to be a great time to be in the in the city so yeah because they can go from the dragon boats to your comic festival to the films under the walkway so it'll be a full day of activity man i'm telling you you can't ask for you, there's just so much going on <laughs> and mary Kay, how, where can people go to find this information because you have it all laid out so neatly in front of you how do you go to uh, duchesstourism.com and uh, click on the events calendar and and go through the website you can also sign up for an e-newsletter that comes out once a month that highlights new activities that we've put up mm-hmm. or you can give us a call at 463-4000 or stop by and see us at 3 Neptune Road yeah very exciting and what a this is such an exciting county to live in and thank you so much for the job that you do being our ambassador around the world uh, an ambassador for Dutchess County that's uh maybe whoever wins this presidential uh, race can make you the official ambassador. <laughs> well, thanks, Chuck, and we appreciate all that <laughs> iHeartMedia does for us and, and, and welcoming us on the, the shows and things, and we really appreciate your partnership. Well, our door's always open to you, so thank you very much thank for coming you. in, and I hope you all have a great Sunday. Enjoy this beautiful day, and uh, get up to the walkway and, and uh, welcome all these marathoners as they're coming back. They're doing a lot of running today, so uh, enjoy your enjoy your Sunday. And I hope you all have a great week, and I'll see you next week on the radio. Take care.